Hey, I'm Jermaine Morris here with Barry Axius. Check, check. <laughs> here with the newest installment of the Say Something podcast. It's a podcast where we get together and say something about what's going on out here in this world. Say something, say something. Something we say stuff about and subjects that we think that everybody should be saying something about. So how you doing today, Barry? Oh, man, you know, I'm blessed, brother. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day to be your neighbor. <laughs> change to put that sweater on change the shoes oh man you know still house slippers you know still sandals it's going down you know how it goes yeah we just talk about stuff that we think that we should be saying something about stuff that happens out here in these streets and i think that that's important that there's a lot of subjects that go unsaid stuff that goes unspoken and and stuff that we just look the other way on and and i think that we, we this is supposed to uh, open up a dialogue that when you hear it, you don't just listen and just kind of, oh, okay. But but stuff that you want to talk about amongst your people. So, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I believe that, you know, you have to say something. So here's a great, great platform for us to say something. All right. Say something about, uh, so there's been a lot going on out here in the news. <sighs> like a lot, a lot, a lot. And, and the theme that I kind of got when I've been kind of seeing the different news stories you know, there, there's one of my favorite movies, and, and I appreciate it because of the dialogue, was a movie called Lucky Number Slevin. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good little joint. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's like Morgan Freeman, yeah. Lucy Liu. Uh, there's the, a bunch of folks in the movie. The white kid that was really going to, they were trying mm-hmm. to make him to be the next big thing. Nah, this was uh, Bruce Willis. It was No, the, and the other white kid. Yeah, but I'm saying, but the, the kid was the dude that they were trying to make kill each other's sons. One, yeah, one but what I'm saying is, he was. They were trying to package him as like the next. Oh, as an bitch. actor. Yeah, the next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. Even remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, don't I remember, remember the dude's name. Uh, he was. I, he was the one dating. Uh, you know, the Asian girl that you were talking about. Oh, okay. All right. That be a said. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just I don't remember his name though. He was at. Uh, I think he played it was Josh in, something. Yeah, he played in Sin City, and he was the the I guy never, that. I never even saw that one. You've never seen Sin City, but you seen this movie. Yeah, this movie. I, I like a lot of bad movies, but that's another story. So Sin I got City is a classic, dog. Got to watch it. It's on freaking cable right now. I'm just saying, I don't even have cable. I'm different. You ain't got a fire stick? Nope. I don't even mess with cable. So, but in any event. Why appreciate of this movie? The dialogue in it is great, but there's a theme that's throughout this entire movie, which I it's a phrase that I always use amongst my folks whenever we see this happening out in life. And it's a theme that's called the Kansas City Shuffle. And the Kansas City Shuffle, if you're not familiar, is it's uh, old days used to have like grifts and hustles and, and like plans. And they all have their own little name. But the Kansas City Shuffle is when you make everybody look left, you go right. Yeah. So whenever you see it in life to where, you know, they put the smoke over your left shoulder, secretly they're doing something over your right. Yeah. And, and, and that happens a lot in our society. And so what I noticed looking at different news stories this morning and the stuff that I've seen that's happened over the last couple of weeks. Yes, sir. I saw nothing but Kansas City shuffle. Mm. And, and the, 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 the make you look left has been Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, they've really, I think, focused on more of, and it's crazy how they even changed that narrative. They created a narrative about the flag and patriotism when in reality it's about racism, injustice, police brutality, but they switched that. So they did a 42 fake on that one. Yeah, so in case you've been under a rock, 
Uh, Colin Kaepernick, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, he has been in his silent protest of what he deems to be the uh, atrocities and injustices that are performed in this country. He's been uh, originally sitting, but now uh, taking a kneel during the national anthem before football games. And he sat through the entire preseason and it, it didn't get caught on until the third game of the preseason. And since then, he's gotten a lot of media backlash and they've addressed um uh, the the unpatriotic behaviors of this quarterback and since then a lot of other athletes in other sports oh, all the way down from little league to to uh pop warner football oh, it's, it's 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 catching on yeah they've it's been definitely catching on taking knees during the national anthem so it <laughs> it, it is grown as this, this this silent protest but why i know a preface it to the kansas city uh shuffle is because while all these news stories were breaking Colin Kaepernick or Colin Kaepernick associated. Yeah. There's been a bunch of other things going on in this country that have just been being hidden in plain sight. Yes, sir. So while everybody's been focused on if this quarterback, who's now the, the backup quarterback in San Francisco, if he's going to kneel or not, or what other uh, athletes are kneeling or what soccer player or whatever, uh, a couple of things that have been happening in this country, which I think are, are important to be addressed and one of them, we're out here, we're in Sacramento, we're in Northern California, so one that's pretty close to home is the Oakland Police Department. Woo! So th this is not only, it's not just like a, a local uh, Northern California-based story. This has gotten, it's been nationally covered, but sparsely overshadowed by this Jersey issue. The OPD is currently on getting, getting catching hell on two fronts. So they're, they're currently involved in a sex scandal. Of, uh, Do you really want to call it a sex scandal? It, it's titled a sex scandal. Yeah, because I don't. It's just it's a scandal that involves sex. Is, is, that's <laughs> what's, I don't know, man. That that sex scandal kind of with it being a minor and it being underage sex and it's being a process. It you know what you go go ahead go ahead. So put it in a proper framework. The OPD is under investigation and allegations of them be of police officers being involved with not only. Uh, sex with underage uh, women, but there's also more allegations coming out of uh, just blatant abuses of power yeah. with, with the OPD. But that's just the first half. Okay. The second half of the OPD, is, and it came out in their investigation about some of their behaviors, is that uh, in, their, in the, the, the investigations that 25% of all their body cam archives accidentally got deleted. <laughs> So the body cameras that they're supposed to wear that when it comes to routine stops, when it comes to uh, shootouts, when it comes to bus, whatever, the, the body cams that police officers wear do some crazy glitch in the matrix through some like somebody slipped. They meant to press the space bar and somebody pressed escape. I don't know. But 25 percent of their body cam archives were accidentally. And that's a heavy quote unquote air quote. Throw them up. Deleted. Yeah. So this story has just been kind of coming and going because it's also in the Bay Area and the this Kansas City shuffle. They're trying to clean this up right now and, and not let people talk about it. So what I kind of look at is, is that, you know, why do we keep going for the okie doke? Well, should, I mean, the okie doke, it's kind of easy because if you think about the subject of Colin Kaepernick, it is a big deal. Right. And I even think that, to be honest with you. When you think about him sitting down compared to kneeling, I think it's more disrespectful if you sit down yeah. compared to kneel. 
So I think he's meeting them halfway by at least acknowledging something and by kneeling. Because kneeling to me is is a, a, shows a little bit There's of respect. There's a degree of sign of respect to take a knee. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah. compared to sitting down. I just ain't getting up. Sitting down. <laughs> I love that part. You know what I'm saying? But either or, I love what he's doing and I love anybody else that's standing up. But again, the framework of what they're trying to make us play into is this is about the flag. It's about p- being um, patriotic, which is BS. It needs to be about the social in, uh, injustice. It's about the police brutality, uh, the murders, the crimes committed. And when you look at the crimes committed, it talks about when the um, what the the PD out there. I don't know, it was Santa Clara, San Francisco, that said they didn't want to. Um, they were threatening not to be able to uh, work the games. Right. Yeah. That was another the big uh, you know like red flag. But when you look at all of this stuff that going this going on. You've had secretly and slowly this same story that has been catching wind that hasn't really imploded, even in a sense of all of the um, different uh, police brutality stories that have come and gone. Yeah. This one, when you think about it, in a sense, you can may argue about certain things. The police felt they were being threatened, uh, you know. So and so didn't know if he had a gun or not. Whatever, yeah. all bullshit stories, right? Yeah. But here is a story that, bottom line, lets you know because this young lady was being sexually abused, she was being sexually misused, she was being passed around like a blunt. You know, these police officers were in the right state of mind. They were coherent. They understood exactly what they were doing, but yet we're not having the conversation. Had it been you or I or anybody else had having sex with an unaged prostitute the way that these officers were doing with this young lady, it would be headline news and again, you're not hearing this story. And what I've heard from so many different um, news headlines that they're not even going for the prosecution. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. But I haven't heard that part yet. But the why I put this in the, the that, that framework is, is Colin Kaepernick's base of his protest is is aligned with exactly the police brutality yes. and, and aligned with the police's misuse of, of their power. His, his whole thing is is and, and put this framework to it, too, because they always address the Black Lives Matter thing. Uh, just so we're clear, Black Lives Matter is is a group whose sole focus was focused on uh, police brutality. So if anybody asks how can Black Lives Matter aren't involved in every other thing that happens, where's Black Lives Matter? They're focused on this Mm -hmm. to the same accord that if you were a group that was based on human trafficking, that's what your that's what your passion is. That's what your organization is for. It doesn't mean that you don't get upset when you find out the kids are starving (laughs) or it doesn't mean that you don't get upset when you find out that kids are getting beaten by their parents or whomever in the home. It just means that your focus is human trafficking. That's why you don't see Black Lives Matters at every event that has to do with black people. That needs to be said because the first thing I hear about whenever there's an issue amongst black people, well, well where's Black Lives Matter at? Just to put that in the framework, because that's real. Like yeah. every time, that's the first thing. Well, where are they at for this? That, that's not what they did. But here's the thing, and I'll say, not to interrupt you, but I want to say the Black Lives Matter shouldn't even have to be dealing with these things because these things shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Like, let's really, when we want to break it on down, let's honestly look at the scope. You are telling me 
with all of the uh, uh, the shit that's happening across the, the board for police officers. You police officers within this area, prostitution at an all-time high for not only the young men and the women, yeah. you are taking advantage of this young woman and thinking because she is a young girl, who's going to believe she's her? She's a hooker, whatever. She, she's a freaking hooker and better us protect her than the pimps because when I've heard her talking in her interviews, it's almost like she doesn't know how bad the situation really is. She knows she's got taken advantage of, but it's almost like, well, rather them than the pimps, yeah. <laughs> right? It's almost like that. You are trying to tell me that these are the people, these are the people that are here to serve and protect. These are the people that are getting paid the tax dollars. This situation grows even deeper than what the police brutality is because in those senses, the impulse and I think sometimes the adrenaline will take them there. But here is a situation where you've had for years, for years, not one, not two, not three, but multiple officers yeah. having sex with this you're, you're, I, think the, I think the numbers are in the teens. Get out of here, dog. And so so there's numbers are in the teen, fucking the teen. Yeah. But, Get out but, but the reason why I, I, I'm framing it this way and, and why uh, I'm addressing it, because Colin Kaepernick plays for the San Francisco 49ers, who until unrecently played in San Francisco. They're in Santa Clara now. Yeah. This is this is why this all ties together, why it's important. If you're not familiar or your geography is not that good, we're talking about the Oakland Police Department, which is literally on the other side of the bridge of San Francisco. So you're talking about a guy and his experience, because people talk about, well, he's got money or he's rich. Why is he talking about the oppressed people, whatever? He's talking about different forms of police brutality and the police over overreaching their bounds and misusing their authority. Because he is he was in the city adjacent to all this criminal activity going on by the police department. So this idea of he's so out of touch because he's got money or he's so unaware he can't be oppressed because he's rich. He's saying I'm speaking for the oppressed people. He's from he, he's from Turlock, yeah. which is, is which is here, too. He's not that far from where he currently works. And so he's addressing a problem. And now while you're the smoke. The Kansas City shuffle, the smoke is his patriotism or his disrespect for the military because he's uh, his his protest is addressing the misuse of police to power. On the other side of the bridge of the city that he's been at for the last few years, yes. you've got a police department involved in sex with a underage prostitute. And then they're going to keep looking because when IAB gets involved, when they start really investigating the police department with the police department that investigates the police department wow. and they start coming up with 25 percent of the body cam archives being deleted you're going to start seeing a whole lot of stuff start to come to life and then he's not going to seem so crazy well i, I mean he's never been crazy to me but i mean, I mean yeah i get it he's never been crazy to me and then when we talk about um san francisco let's not forget the racist text messages that was uh being flowing around san francisco pd with san francisco pd right yeah um in the midst of the uh, police brutality and police killings that happened over there against unarmed individuals, uh, a black man and then as well as a, a black woman. So it, 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 it just makes me so angry because you have these idiotic, silly Negroes, these these overzealous uh, individuals who are yelling and screaming um, 
being about patriotic this, patriotic that, and all of this rhetoric that people want to say about police, all police aren't bad, and, you know, this is never, like, what Sacramento PD always likes to say, and that's another whole story by itself, oh, it's not going to happen over here, we're not Ferguson, all of these motherfucking precincts are fucking corrupt, dog. And, and from from the North Dakota PD all the way down to the Vegas PD. Because here's the thing. In order for them to continue to operate, they cannot stop crime altogether. What 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 jobs will they have? No. If they literally stop crime, guess what? Then some of these motherfuckers would have, have to have another career. But the reality is they are going to be a part of the criminal behavior because who in the hell are going to question the police? And that's why the police have way too much power across the board. Okay, because this ties in to another story that came out this week as we continue with the theme of the Kansas City Shuffle. While you were focused on this quarterback in San Francisco addressing trying to bring light to the overreaching powers of the police department in DeKalb County in Georgia, there's already the investigation coming out about these quotas that these police officers were forced to use in investigation of them planting evidence on U.S. citizens to reach their quotas that they have been sent out by their department, that they were told that they need to bring at least two, two arrests a day per shift. And so if their numbers weren't hitting, it was like two arrests. A, their, their thing was uh, two arrests a day. Keep the sergeant away <laughs> and five arrests a day. Keep the lieutenants at bay. That's the song that the police officers sing to, 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 to keep their higher ups off their back. So this story's coming so, out so, now. So, so, say that again, man. Say two again. arrests a day. keeps the sergeant away and five arrests a day. Keeps the lieutenant at bay. So this story in DeKalb County, which is down in Georgia, they're they're saying that police are these investigations of them going as far as to plant evidence to make sure that they make their arrest quotas. Now, we started off with the SFPD with their racial text, the OPD with their now uh, deleting camera footage and, and, and their, their sex issue with the with the underage prostitute. We're now down in Georgia mm. talking about the police department. And it's once again, this quarterback not seeming to be so crazy. As, as he's addressing this, because this even segues us into Illinois, mm. where they just had the investigation that closed, where since 2010 to 2015, they, they closed now. They still they're paying out 15 million dollars so far civilly to 14 cases where police shot unarmed men who they said they had firearms, where they've come back to find no gun was there at the scene. So they've got three cases left pending. They're going to figure out how much money they're going to pay out to those. But they've already paid out now $15 million to the families of 14 individuals who were shot unarmed where the police claimed that there was a weapon. We're wow. now in Illinois. Once wow. again, this quarterback's not so crazy. Wow. You know, see, that's the funny thing about the <laughs> Kansas City shuffle. Wow. When you get everybody to look left while you go right, you got to make sure what you having them look at left ain't real. Wow. You can't have any truth to what's going on on the left. You just need to make, throw throw the movies where they would throw the rock wow. to the left in the woods and everybody walks over to the woods and dudes take off running. Like, what this sells you, people like myself and other comrades who have been fighting this good fight um, against police terror, um, against the injustice of this system and how... Power corrupts men. You give a man a little bit too much, eh, you know, it's just like anything else. You you have too much food at the buffet, what's going to happen? It's going to get full, you right? Eat. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 
you're having a little bit too much sex unprotected, you're going to have what? A few damn babies, right? So maybe a disease or two. Now, in the same content, how do we believe when nothing ever gets done to these police officers? I mean, literally nothing. Like, and we're not even talking about the Oklahoma story about the police officer who um, got convicted. We don't even know if he's even in prison um, because he mysteriously disappeared. I don't know if they found him yet. That was raping those those black women, homeless women, prostitutes, whatever. And when you see that goes on. But in reality, when you look at present day, there has been no convictions for any of the murders. What do you believe and what do you think these other officers are going to do if the law is about they are the only and be all law enforcement? No one can enforce any conjunctions on laws on them. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to take that power and they're going to run with it. So when you see and you hear these things, you get so frustrated because you're like all of this shit could have been prevented. Yeah. All of this stuff can be prevented because at the same time. Just because a, a person wears a badge and says an oath, that doesn't give them a moral compass that they're going to do the right thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They, they would have, have to be, before oh my job. God, listen, if more officers were being uh, uh, rightfully convicted for certain things, it would be a checkmate on every other officer because the officers are like, oh no, these people are going to put us away. But you have an alignment of friend versus friend versus friend in a sense of the DA, the judge, uh, the prosecutor. Uh, they're all in line together with the police, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, the what the, the prosecutor versus the, the 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 defense that don't really mean they're versing each other. It's just mean they're against they're on opposite sides, but they're all working together. Yeah. The judge is they're all in cahoots with each other. And it's almost kind of like I'm going to outdo you. Oh, well, you know, we'll have a, a, a golf trip afterwards. It becomes a sense of who do we trust in these moments? Like, where do we go from here? So what I look at is, is that if, if you start typically when people start putting a bunch of energy towards something, that's what you really I'm, I'm one for more of that. Uh, sometimes I gauge I care more about gauging energy than necessarily your information. You can be telling me whatever, but I'm against the energy in which you put your focus on. So if you have somebody that comes out and he's speaking about the, the injustices done by the law enforcement department and you come at somebody with such extreme energy yeah. and, and, and you're so quick to want to change the narrative, that makes me want to focus on why are you giving so much energy? Like why do you want to change the narrative? So badly. And so you get these different stories coming out. And so this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's going on since this Kaepernick thing. We're getting ready. We're going into week two of the NFL season. Kaepernick didn't kind of get outed for this behavior until the third week of the preseason. We're about three weeks deep. Mm -hmm. And this has become a global story. Kaepernick's jersey then skyrocketed to number one. Like 10-year-olds are taking knees at their Pop Warner games. And, and it's become a big thing. This is a lot of smoke. So what a lot of other people are realizing is, is that this Kansas City shuffle is going to play over for other things. These first stories were letting police officer, police based stories slide. But there's also another story that came out that regards to the good folks of Flint, Michigan. Ugh. People who are just living on the wrong side of the street. They just keep getting the short end of the stick. Have they even dealt with that whole water situation? No. And if you're not familiar, catch you up real quick. Flint, Michigan is an area to where uh, they used to get their water supply. Uh, get your geography first. This is Michigan. 
Next to the Great Lakes, they've got one of the most ample supplies of clean water connected to this state in the whole United States of America. So meanwhile, to uh, save a little bit of change, they changed where they get their water from. And where they got this water to these people now, it's contaminated. It's not drinkable. It's, you can't even bathe in it. Like the people of Flint, Michigan are just suffering. And it's been this way for almost two years now. And there's just been no recourse, no recovery. So the, in a city that's just catching hell every which way to Sunday, they get screwed again. So in this past week, a mandate came down to the people of Flint, Michigan, where uh, starting October 1st, 100 of these Syrian refugees that this administration has decided to give more or less asylum to will be relocated to Flint, Michigan, where the local authorities were not made aware of this until they got the memo saying, hey, in a couple of weeks, we're dropping these mother effers off at your house. So now the people of Flint who are the unemployment rate is skyrocketing, can't get clean water to bathe, can't get clean drinking water to give to their babies or to their elderly or to their people now are about to be hit with a bunch of Syrian refugees and all of the other things that come along with that. Why is this important? This is the Kansas City shuffle. While your focus is done on this, this country's real big on precedence. Once they allow to do it once, it's a green light to do it again. Mm. Flint, Michigan is just the first city because they're, they're so disorganized that it, there's going to be very little backlash. Please believe they they what they get 10,000 refugees that are coming to the United States. This is a hundred in one city. If you think that they won't do this to your city, too, you are out your damn mind. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's um, it also reminds me of how, you know. The influx, the influctuation of, of of immigrants coming in. You know, you thinking about Miami when you know the, the, what was it, Cubans, yeah, Colombians, whatever was going in, and and how that just, you know, the drug trade was going to be hectic, but it just made it even ten times what it probably would have been if that didn't happen. But um, it, it's like. All of these unthinkable things and moments where we're kind of like hoping that America and the system that we've um, kind of where we've bowed down to, we've paid our taxes to, we, we kind of, uh, you know, pledged our loyalty to like does right by us. Like because, you know, you think in your mind like eh, that's not going to happen. And that's what they play on. They play on our weak emotion of thinking like eh, they're cops. They would never like I would never think. A police officer would pick up a prostitute, nor would I ever think that people would a government would allow dirty water. Like, have you seen that water yeah. dog? It's 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 it's, you know, it's literally literally like oil. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's it's dirty piss water and having it continue to happen. And then on top of that, now we're going to add some more displaced refugees in this place struggling struggling full of turmoil like how do you think that's going to play out like i mean we know how that's going to play out so all you're asking is for more chaos it's a recipe for destruction and i think they do this on purpose because that gives them a, a reason to police harder that gives them a reason to move out people yes, and that gives them reasons to put people in jail the militarization the militarization of the police department in that area is going to be heavy because you've already got a bunch of people who are upset, who are unhappy, who are getting sick, who are having problems. Now when you bring in these the, the, the Syrian refugees, you already have to bring in a certain degree of military presence just to deal with that. Yeah. So now you put them in a city where it, shit ain't cool. It ain't sweet in Flint. But, what, so, okay, but let me go back for a second. 
Why are they bringing them there? Because for whatever reason that that the, this administration decided that we are going to take in like 10,000 refugees from Syria because of the situation that's going on there. So, so it's 10,000. I believe that's the number. <laughs> I mean, we I think we agreed to almost 80,000 um, coming coming from the south of uh, Hispanic immigrants that, that, that they're giving asylum to. Uh, we, we, we getting flooded. Now, that to me in itself is not a huge issue. It really not to me. My thing is, is that you picked a place where it's fourth and long for people who can't even get clean drinking water for their infant children or the elderly are getting sick. There's no recourse or recovery. And this is what you drop on them. So unless you're doing this with massive aid and support, because they said it's going to be you can't even redo. You have to do redo the entire piping system of the entire city of Flint to, to, to clean this up. This is not like some treatment that you can put in the water and clean it. You have to redo. <laughs> yes, from, and, you, and, you have to go back to formula and, and restructure they, this entire city's water supply. And the thing about it, when are they going to do it? They ain't even started. They, they no, ain't nobody broke a wrench out. Ain't nobody went to, to nah, Home Depot. So, so, I'm being 100% real. Ain't nobody went to Lowe's, the Home Depot. They ain't got no nah, piping. So I'm being dead serious. I am being 100% serious with you. So do. you're trying to tell me this something because I've reported on this a while back. Yeah. You're trying to tell me that there is nobody. There, there's not even a movement. There is nothing happening in Flint. They're still having to soak it, in they, dirty water. They're doing what we do. We, they talking about it. There is not one. And there is not one plumber. Rotor rooter ain't on the scene. There is nothing going on to give these people <coughs> recovery. But yet and still, the governor's still in place. To my knowledge, yes. And we I just believe gave, I believe the mayor might even still be there. And we I think the mayor I think the mayor has resigned. resigned. And America just gave thirty eight billion dollars to Israel for military aid for the next ten years. So this is going on. So thirty eight billion was is given. Yep. And you're trying to tell me that right here in America, Flint, Michigan, ain't got no clean water. Ain't they ain't even started the 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 process is not even underway. The Kansas City shuffle. This because shit is crazy. Here's the deal: as long as you keep shifting the focus, mm -hmm. you can keep letting stuff slide. But then how do you? And this is when we go about and talk about being patriotic. This is how we're not. How can you be talking about? Oh, he's not patriotic. The flag. When you got shit like this, that is a yellow flag right here, yeah. right? This is a penalty right here. How is it that you have rogue police uh, 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 um, institutions all across the board? Like now we're not talking. See, the thing about it, okay, you know what? Yeah, we're, who cares? Black lives don't matter. Well, we're killing black people. All right, they're yeah. all criminal, right? What? But now... We're having sex with prostitutes. Because, uh, stick with this. There's a reason why these stories that I pick, these are not acts of police picking out black people. All of these different cases, these are issues of this is this, this is why the, the, the picture needs to become bigger. Because all these people who want to make the, the argument, as soon as there's a black person who gets shot, yeah. they must have resisted. Yeah. It's a black person. Yeah, because there's, just, there's no, there's nothing of this. This because is police waking up in the morning knowing that they picking up that prostitute and they doing exactly. what they do. So this criminalization that of black behavior. Yes. So everyone can sit there and say, oh, they must, he must have been on drugs. Ah. Must have been a gang yeah. All these stories that we're referring to is is not it's, necessarily dealing with black people. This is just corruption. Of, yes, this is just of the job. Of the job of saying. We are the police and we are above the law. And as well as how the government works when it pertains to its citizens. So when you start talking about how 
So the Flint situation where they're bringing in the hundred Syrian refugees and they still have the water issue, the same water issue that they're having in Fresno, California. I just saw that. Same, same. So how how soon does it not come to Sacramento? Stockton is next. They're already having issues with Stockton. This is the same government that allowed the EPA, whose job is to police the the uh, the clean water, the the agriculture, all that. The EPA, the ones that contaminated the Colorado River, pumped all this crap, all these thousands upon thousands of pounds of, uh, pounds of toxic waste into the Colorado River, got it looking like old urinal water. Think about a truck stop urinal that doesn't flush. What it would look like by 8 p.m. That's what the Colorado River was looking like. Dog, it's 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 it, like there's nothing you could say that can convince me that we are in a great country that is for the people. Because all of this stuff, and then we're just talking current. We're yeah. not going to even go into the history. Yeah, we're not talking, we're talking about, about yeah. current. When we have some of the most sophisticated technology where we can do things, shoot, we can bring a robot nowadays and and take care of business like no other. You know what I'm saying? Now you're looking at a situation to where you got Flint, Michigan having the same issue that they've had for two years not being settled. Now having it in, in Fresno, and we haven't even talked about what's going on in North Dakota, where they're trying to make, you know, they're trying to. So, so now okay, they, they've, they, they, they've had. So the, the North Dakota issue is where they wanted to do the pipeline through the Native American tribe. Now there's some stories going about that they came to some degree of a resolution that the protests aren't going on like they were. But the issue is, is that they now had issues with the water. That apparently there was a pipe that that was either ruptured or burst, whatever. That's already started to do with the whole big problem that they're trying to avoid in the first place and contaminated a degree a degree of the water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so but, fight for your rights. But now take away from from not even just the North Dakota issue, fracking. If you're not familiar with fracking, is it's the process that you go through into the ground to get oil. There, but this process that they're going through the United States to try to find oil out of is contaminating the drinking water across the nation. Like this process. So is, right now, so what am I drinking? Contaminated water right now, I, man. I don't know where that water came from, so I don't know. Here, here's a hustle, though. We're in Sacramento, and the water that's taken from Sacramento was was went through a lot of WalMarts. So we were in a drought, and people here in Sacramento, California, were buying bottles of water from Walmart, which is the water that came from Sacramento to begin with that you used to get the free, but you were paying two dollars a bottle for it. It's all part of the hustle. And, and, and why I stress the Kansas City shuffle, the hustle where people are getting blindsided. These are all things that are going on right now. So when I when I try to express that and stress it when I and I get a lot of energy about it is because what are you focused on? Like what headline are you reading that you got a full tank about that you want to take to Facebook, that you want to take to Twitter, that you want to shout from the high heavens? That take that pause and think, what are they slipping past me? Why am I seeing 50 million headlines of this one story? So they got the whole nation got me looking left. What are they slipping to the right? They're slipping a whole lot of shit to the right, bro. Because <laughs> uh, they, they quiet this is, is kept. crazy, man. Quiet is kept. So uh, Darren Sharper again. If you're not familiar with, with old D Sharp. Don't tell me that brother done got some years off. No. How... Quietly, he got um, 
made it to the finalists for the, oh, the Hall that, of Fame. You know, no, that here, shit is going to... No, but here's why. Here's why this is important. She's going to be pushed off. If you make the argument that you can slide these things through, that that this should have been frontline news for all these women, female advocates, all these women who, who, who represent all these different groups against abuse to women, that the fact that this NFL player who got 18 years for multiple rapes and drugging girls over multiple states over multiple years, that it didn't even hit your radar because you fell for the okie doke. What else is getting slipped past you? Hmm. There should have been headlines and protests all throughout the NFL for this man being a, being a finalist for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But it didn't hit the radar because you was focused on something to the left. So if you give either women's groups all over this country who are die hard supporting for women's rights, who never caught wind of this. And it was huge. The, the, the list of inductees for the NFL Hall of Fame is huge going to Canton. Yeah. So if it didn't get your screen, it wasn't on your timeline. What else is slipping past you? Yeah. Like yeah. that, like that's why I, I, I give light to that. There, there's so much stuff that, that you think that is important to you that you are falling for the okie doke on the daily. No doubt. And, and this has definitely got to be one of it. It's like this is I'm just blown away because there's so much different things. And with Darren Sharper, like how does he even I, what are these executives thinking in the NFL? Like, you know what? It's too fresh. He he's a great player, but you got to ban his ass like they did Pete Rose in baseball. They saw the Kaepernick smoke. They saw everybody looking left, and they're like, you know what? We could get this one past them. Let's just. See. I, I, I think that's just idiocy. I just, just I don't I don't even really want to believe that. I think that there's somebody slipped up because how do you if you're giving so much heat like some of the NFL execs. Damn, they want Colin Kaepernick up off. They've talked about him worse than Ray Carruth, right? I get it. Here is the rapist <laughs> who just got convicted. I mean, he's got 18 years. But how he, do you? How do you? But here's the thing, though. I'll play into that. No, but this, this, this is the thing, though. To get on the list of the Hall of Fame, there's guys who weren't. Just in case you don't know how this works. So five years after you retire or no longer play from the league, you become eligible to go to the Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. So they call it a first ballot. That means your first time eligible after your five years, you become yes, available. Those are for the premier guys. That's for. You know, your Emmitt Smith, your Troy Aikman, your Steve Young, uh, this era, Tom Brady will be a first ballot yeah. inductee. You know, those are the names. Ray Lewis will be a first ballot inductee when he's eligible. So, But there are a lot of guys who didn't make their first ballot up, their first time up. So they've been out the league six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen, twenty years yes. waiting for their shot. So the list of people eligible for the Hall of Fame is gone over with a fine-tooth comb. There are dudes who have not played in the league for 30 years who they're checking stats to see if they've now qualified to be eligible. Yeah. Coaches, players, all that. You can't accidentally get on this list. Yeah. You can't. It can't slip through somebody's fingers. It's not a clerical error. So the fact is, is that this went through some. This went through multiple desks before this was this was announced. They assessed it. And had enough stuff going to the left that they figured they could push this to the right. And they and they really, <laughs> I I with the Darren Sharper thing, I can't put too much energy on that because it is not going to happen. Small, small pebble into this big bunch of uh, boulders that we have. Yeah, but it's a representation of a big boulder. Do you, I mean, you look at what Ray Rice was to domestic violence of the league. 
This is a man who raped multiple women and drugged them. This should be the Freddy Krueger of of movie that uh, of horror movie. He should be the face uh, uh, of sexual assault throughout the NFL, and he's not. He's not. And I think and, and I and I and I and I just know it's funny because I mean I would just think that he's not a Ben Rosenberg. He's not a, a Tom Brady. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's not one of those those good old boys that. They don't want to kind of have that reputation, right? They, they, they're yeah. going to give the league a black eye. I don't know why they don't just do him like uh, Ray Rice. What, you know, what is the significance of just even allowing him to be on the ballot? I'm, I'm kind of confused by that. I, I, it's really kind of uh, yeah, because it's kind of it, shaky ground. It, it is. That's what I'm saying. But what I look at that is is, is a big picture thing of. For people who listen, who maybe you're not, maybe you, maybe your daddy was a cop, so you just can't hear this, or maybe you work in government or you have a belief about the federal government, so you can't believe that they, there's got to be something else with all of these things. What I the point that I stress why Darren Sharper means there's a significance is is that this is a, a subject that is huge. There's multiple groups and millions of Americans who are really about this cause. And the fact that the media and the people who, who put the spin on what they're going to talk about have not pu- pushed this because they rode the co- coattails of that should let you know what they're willing to just push past you. Mm. That if they won't address this, just like they don't address the, the, the moves of the federal government, just like they don't address the moves of the police department. Think about how much stuff is getting slipped past you on the daily. Mm. So it, it, like that's the point that I would like people to really grasp that 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 Kansas City shuffle of what's being shifted past you every 24 hours, mm-hmm. because we've covered underage uh, a sexual abuse of a minor who's a prostitute by law enforcement. Yeah, now, I this should be headline story, headline news, CNN, Fox. But I'm saying they don't talk about it, it man. The, the, Bill O'Reilly, the, the, the body cams, which everyone says should be the go to. To exonerate these nobody's cops, talking about it. that. The 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 racist text sent through the police department. Nobody's talking about that. Bringing in Syrian refugees and dropping them in a town of American mm-hmm. citizens. Is nobody's talking about that. Contaminated drinking water of U.S. taxpaying citizens and vets. Nobody's talking about that. <laughs> pushing a convicted serial rapist and giving him one of the biggest stages in professional sports. Nobody's talking about that. What are you falling for on the regular? It's on a daily basis. What 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 are you, what are you getting shuffled I just, on? I just I mean, it, when you look at that lineup, you cannot argue with me about when people. I hate this argument. Well, if you don't like it, leave the country. Like, why am I going to leave? Okay, real quick. Gonna, to you say gonna, something, you're going to add to that one, huh? Yes, because this is this is my this <laughs> you, is this somebody is, said that to you a few days this, ago, this, right? This is this is one of my personal personal insults on this. Never in the history of this country, when women were fighting for women's liberation and women's right. rights, okay. equal work for equal pay, to the equal uh, uh, treatment to a man, never once was the campaign. If you don't like the way you're treated here as a woman. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Never was the campaign. If you don't like the way you're treated here as a woman, go to one of these third world countries where women are getting <laughs> stoned and beaten. Never in the history of this country was there a campaign where you was just told, regardless of how many generations your family has been here, if you don't like the way we do things here, go somewhere else and go back to your native country. We didn't do that when it came to women's liberation movements. Yeah. So why is that the go to when it comes to racial injustice? Oh, man. 
Because well, America doesn't want to talk about race. But they, they they love the status quo. They love it. It sparks it. It, it, it keeps it going. It's the, the shuffle, so yeah. to speak. Because if you talk about racism, then you create a change in all these other problems that we're talking about. Like literally. Yeah. You know, we start talking about racism, then you get to the core of what has created this whole systematic oppression that so many of us live in, white or black, right? Yeah. So I, I look at it and I think it's funny because these all these things are so freaking fixable and it could be so prevented that whatever reason they don't allow prevention. They just want chaos. They rather have us talking about this. Yeah. Than focusing on building. Like, cause at the end of the day, all these cases that you've said, all these cases that you've presented, I guarantee you we can come back a year later, maybe one or two of these things that we're talking about will been handled or solved or resolved. Yeah. Uh, majority of them will continue to linger on. Exactly. Because if you look at you take the Flint, Michigan, forget the water for a second. The the refugees that are brought to a bunch of people who didn't know they were coming. So they're kind of giving a two weeks heads up. 10,000. No, to the nation, but 100 to this town. So imagine wherever you live respectively in the United States that you just found out all of a sudden they're dropping them off with whatever baggage that comes with that. Just to where, And if you're in an economy that's struggling, if you're in an area where finding work is hard, yeah. you're in a high crime yeah. area, you don't need like they to. still are going to have to try to provide. It's yeah. not like they're getting a pa- stimulus package and like, here, yeah, yeah. chill out here for a little bit. We're going to they have to be out there in the work world. They're going to have to take food off your plate. And here's the history about this country. Every group of immigrants that came here to get themselves established did it through crime. When you look at. They don't want to hear that. I'm just saying. When they you look at the history of Italian immigrants, Irish immigrants, Scottish immigrants, I German only, immigrants. I think the only culture that has it is blacks. Because we, our crime came later. Because and, and here's something, too, that that's important, because th- that comes up with stuff to say something about when they talk about the crime rate of black people in the United States of America. Yeah. Well, here's something that's very important is that when other immigrants came here, their crime was in the beginning to get established. No. When when black people were when slavery was ended and let's just go across the board, forget when the law passed, but when people really started acting right mm. three to five years after slavery had ended, black behavior became criminalized. What does that mean? Well, the America started to take an, an economic downfall after the end of slavery. You okay. had all this free labor. And now all of a sudden you don't anymore. Mm. So every state lost a bunch of money. So the goal was how do we get it back? So they began to criminalize black behavior throughout the United States. Standing around loitering was against the law, punishable by incarceration. So it had a lot of slaves who were leaving the South to go to the North by way of the railroad. So if you're black hanging around a railroad against the law, you're incarcerated. Black found riding a railroad against the law, you're incarcerated. Black, then now you don't have any resources or recovery, so you're stealing multiple maximum sentences for any crime that you committed. The way that America bounced back after the end of slavery was by incarcerating black people through the convict lease program. Here's a little history lesson for you folks out there. This is why so many black males make up the incarceration rate, though the population is so small. 
way that they recovered economically through the southern states and then caught on to the northern states and then moved its way out west was by and by incarcerating black men and putting them to work through the same convict lease system that goes on today. Mm. So what you do is you put black men in jail, then you have them rebuild the nation, except you don't have to pay them, i.e. slavery part two. This is why black people's crimes was criminalized behavior, not necessarily laws that were broken. New laws were written to criminalize black behavior that were not written for white citizens. That's why in a five-year time period, 95% incarcerated individuals were white males. After five years, it shifted to close to 90% black males. Though we were still, our population numbers didn't increase. This is why this process has continued, which is why the the sentencing is not just across the board. It is not just when you go state to state. It's why two men of the same record history, meaning the same criminal history, will commit the same crime today and black men get more time than white men. Mm. Because when you get in the convict lease program, the job that they would have paid, here's a hustle too. Just a sidebar. I know I'm a little long winded individual, but this goes to your history lesson. White males out there, white Americans, not going to beat you up too much, but this is something that you might want to know. <laughs> no, your, beat them up. No, no, man. no. Beat them up. This is the proper, I like to put stuff in proper context and framework. Massive black male incarceration leads to massive white male unemployment. Mm. You may not be aware of this. This is something that you might want to take this, tell it to your friends, and then take it to your legislature because it's going to save your economy when it comes down later down the road. When you highly incarcerate black males, you get them through the convict lease program, which has black males working from anywhere from 16 to 24 cents a day that they pay you 16 to 24 dollars an hour. Mm. So with the more that they incarcerate black males on nonviolent drug offenses, minimum, maximum sentencing for, for carrying weed or selling weed or oh. standing around or whatever or not paying child support, they do these work jobs to get out of their cells and while they're incarcerated they take those jobs away from you their call center work their their factory works all these things that you were making 16 to 24 dollars an hour to do now you can't understand why you laid off you weren't laid off because your company took the job overseas you were laid off because they gave your job to an inmate Mm. so massive black male incarceration is why you can't send your son to college Mm. it's why you and your wife are about to lose your house it's why you are sitting there struggling on welfare so you might want to care a little bit more about the lives and issues of black people because it affects you a lot more than well, you know. I, mean, I think they all need to sit there and wake up and that was a beautiful thing and how you broke it down because at, at the end of the day you hear those statistics and you realize like <laughs> you might want to come on this side because the 1% is here to wipe everybody out. Well something that I, I always thought was important is that and it was said to me and I repeat it all the time the day that more white males realize that you have more in common with your black neighbor oh than you do the white rich man that lives yeah. at the top of the hill the better off a, you'll be the only thing that you guys have incorporated is your skin tone that's it that's it but when you live in this this is the thing when I hear about people who have racist views about different people whom you live in the same town yeah they're pawns and the same well you live in the same town and the same economic bracket like yeah. you live close enough to each other to see each other yeah. you're not doing that much better than homie yeah which means you are in the same your kids go to the same That's school. That's that white privilege though. But I'm saying, but but this is for the mentality sake yeah. of your kids go to the same school, you you live in the same tax bracket, you're in the same neighborhood. But you're a racist prick. But you think that, that but if you think you have more in common with the guy who's about seven or eight tax brackets higher than you uh living, rich, in, living in the hills of Oakland or some shit like that. Racism is the smoke. Classism is the fire. Mm. Rich people hate poor people regardless of what color you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, just, it just makes it a little bit more special that they're the darker skin tone. Well, because if we saying something, there's a little history lesson since we're talking about history yeah, today. Break it down, brother. You've been on your, 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 your history A game. I'm feeling so, like I'm in high school again. When it comes to law enforcement 
in regards to races. Yeah. Here's the issue why that there's a certain degree of contempt amongst the, the, the colors which came in class. If you go back, you'll hear people historically talk about Irish and Italian immigrants who came here who were in just as bad situation as black people yeah. for a time, which is true. And, and so what happened is, is that the enemy of my enemy became my friend. Yes, sir. And there was a time period where Irish immigrants, Italian immigrants and black people in America got on the same page mm. and they were taking their concerns to the quote unquote system to the man. So a way to fix the situation was not to address everybody. It was to split my my complaints in half. So what they did is floating around the 60s is that they gave a big, uh, big incentives to Irish and Italian immigrants to the fire department and the police department. That's why if you're watching any of those old musicals, those old movies, it was always Officer O'Leary, Officer O'Callaghan, Officer. It was always an Irish or an Italian last name through the police department or the, or, or the fire department It's because they employed Irish and, and Italian immigrants to police the black people who were there. So groups that were on the same page for a half a second. Once they gave a job and a better situation to the Irish and Italian immigrants, they then took that little little leg up and began to oppress the people that for a half a second they were standing beside. Mm. That's where a lot of those lines of distinction and disdain to a degree come into play. Because when we were all on the same page, we was cool. But as soon as a certain group got a little leg up, all of a sudden it was like, I don't know you no more. Yes, sir. So that's why if you go back east, think about any more old movies. There's always an Irish or an Italian last name to the police department or the, or the guy. I said, it's all the it's a, it's officer. That's Officer Callahan. Yeah, it's <laughs> officer O'Leary. Officer, uh, <laughs> officer, you know, Malloy, all like that, that stuff. Right? All, that's where that came from. So some of these issues, there's a reason for it. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying past the complaints, because a lot of times other groups hear black people speak on concerns and they just it just chalk it up to complaint. Yeah. But sometimes you you got to look for the big picture. Mm -hmm. You know, don't be so quick to fall for the okie doke. Yeah. And in the bigger picture is I believe that you have so much corruption, so much confusion in America where, you know, you get sidetracked and sometimes you don't want to believe it because it seems sometimes like yeah, this, 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 this. it's almost like a movie and this movie is really playing out right in front of us. And when you break down um, certain statistics and we look at it on a, a bigger screen, you have a system that is just founded by constant chaos of the people so we can be the rats in the maze trying to find a way out while they're kind of watching Throwing cheeses on this corner, that corner, and kind of turning the maze here and there, and we just continue to to run around like um, you know blindfolded in this big maze. And it's amazing that so many individuals don't think outside the box. It's so amazing that individuals will continually to try to challenge you. Or I even had a guy on Facebook that literally was trying to argue with me about the incident in Oakland, like trying to say, well, I don't want to read into the story too much, but the truth will come out. What is truthful? Besides, you have these police taking advantage of this young lady. You know yeah. what I mean? There's nothing more. I mean, what more do we need to see besides that? So when you, you think about it on that kind of framework and you, you look at it overall, it, it's a very sad moment in just America that it almost is like, we're coming close to the end. I don't know if it's going to be while we're still here, 
But it's not looking good, dog, because there's so many different issues that are going down. And this is the thing that makes Trump so powerful is because his rhetoric, it sparks up the idiots, the idiots who will be sitting there listening to Trump saying, oh, yeah, the racists that have no kind of power. But they're just racist because they want to be racist and they don't like black people because of all the stereotypes they've they've grown to inherit. And on top of that, the the fact that maybe they've been mistreated by a few black folks yeah. while they got beat up by uh, um, John and and, you know, Tyrone fucked a girlfriend pretty good. You know what I'm saying? And here you have it now where we're at a point where we have to really look at what is being shown to us and look at it and identify what is this mean? Because if this is a constant basis of corruption all the way around, yeah. we have to change something. Something has to change. You can't trust your government. You can't trust your police. You can't trust your next door neighbor. Something has to change. And what that change happens, I don't know. But I want to be a part of the change. That's why I do the things that I do. I speak truthful. I, I, I stay in the content of reality base. I don't trust in a system that has shown me over and over again. They will give you just a little to feel and make you feel satisfied. But in reality, you're always getting screwed. And for the people out there who make sure that they get this in its totality, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is not racially based. Like the, the the Oakland Police Department that that's got the investigation of an underage girl, this is a corruption problem. So if you think that, oh uh, well, I'm not of this ethnicity or I'm of this group, that these problems don't pertain to me, you are fooling yourself. When the, addressing the people in Georgia who who have quotas that they have to make their arrests and they're willing to plant evidence to keep their job, it's going. This is for everyone. This is we're not starting with just the. Uh, this is strictly a race issue. Now, granted, it's been proven historically that some groups are picked on first. Yeah, most definitely. Okay, but you also have to look at the the Fresno, California is not a hundred percent black city. <laughs> not at all. You know Even Flint, Michigan, ain't a hundred percent black black city. You have men and women, veterans, um, office workers, taxpayers who are getting screwed all the same. Who aren't criminals, yeah. don't have a criminal history, who are doing everything that they're supposed to do, quote unquote, by the way that the society has said, this is how you're supposed to live your life. And they're getting screwed. Like this is not an issue to where you can say it's those people over there mm. or it's this group like that. And that's what I like in a sense that all of this stuff is coming out. I especially even though I hate that this kind of crime, this heinous crime, this heinous act, this this um sexual abuse that these pedophiles are in um and we, we need to call it what it is it's not a sexual scandal it's pedophiles you know what i'm saying taking advantage of a teenage girl i don't care if she's a prostitute i don't no. care if some people believe that oh well she wasn't a prostitute when she was having sex you I, I don't care about anything like that you when someone is coming i have had it and we've talked about it before on our show that we've both been approached by younger women yeah. And you just, just say, dude, you don't. relax. You just don't do it. It's like, oh, man, hey, you know, hey, look at that guy. He's he's more your type. 
I'm actually excited in a sense of truth coming out because it shows not only the vulnerability of these people, but the capability of them being able to do these things. So you people can start thinking outside the box and stop looking at us as we're crazy. And look at this because you can't pinpoint it. As you said, this is a race thing. No, this is a power thing. This is a greed thing. This is a selfish thing. This is a thing to where we've allowed this system to go unchecked for so long they say this is the land of democracy but everything that happens in this land shows that we don't have it you know what i mean we have people that say they want to stand up for the truth and rights but it's only when they allow us to they don't want us to do anything that's outside the box they don't want a colin kaepernick to speak up they don't want a people like you and me to speak up they are even doing things to readjust People talking on YouTube channels, right? Yeah. That and, and on Facebook, all your posts don't go everywhere. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're doing all these things to quiet the masses because now the masses are waking up and they don't know how to handle it. Don't know how to shift it to where it makes there certain media outlets, certain uh, newspapers, if they want to stay relevant, that they have to cover some of these stories. Yeah, well, something to put in the, in the proper framework too is the United States isn't a democracy. That's something so that, they say. But, but no, no. But I mean, but which is why it's important for people to know: the United States of America is a republic, and so th this idea we throw there's no the, the word democracy is nowhere in any of the paperwork <laughs> that matters in the framework of this nation. Uh, that stuff that we say in conversation to make us feel better, yeah, but, but it's that's not, not that's not the way it it's runs. That's not, not the way. And he's correct too on the Facebook stuff. They have things. They have software that's implemented in social oh, media yeah. outlets that. If a certain tag is used, or they'll they'll say if it's um the Sandra Bland issue, uh. if her if you type her name in, it it goes through a, a, a database to where they limit the post when that Almost name comes up, and that's so, why they they caught us with the hashtag. So we're hashtagging everything, thinking, oh yeah yeah, it they'll block the hashtag, they'll block certain hashtags, they'll allow certain yeah. hashtags, so it, whatever it, they feel like they want to do. Because you sign up for their service, it's not a question of it. You having the uh, the ability to speak your mind or, or, or freedom of speech issue. You are going through their service, yeah. so they get to regulate what they allow. That's why they can d block your pictures mm -hmm. or they can delete your content if yeah. they feel that it, it, it goes against what or they want. When the police call, they can shut down your face. Any of that. Any of that. So uh. so 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 because some people have that confused. They think that oh this is my Facebook nah, this is my Twitter this is not on I Facebook. can I can do what it, no this is allowing us you are allowed to are, use through their and, system. And, and this is allowing them to be closer to the framework of who we are that's why don't give Facebook what they want just give Facebook what they need yeah these are all the different things that go on in this society stuff that gets shifted under the rug sometimes and sometimes that. You know, one thing is promoted really to make room to pass a few more things while we're not paying attention. That's why it's important to to address these things when they come up. It's why it's important to have these conversations in the home as well as to have these conversations in the community. Too much silence and compliance and just going alone to get along is how these things get landslided through. Policies get made and your life gets shook and you don't know where it came from. So it's not about always about being on the sidelines or sitting quiet. Sometimes you do have to say something. Say something. So I'm Jermaine Morris, bringing you real life without the sweetness as always, here Man. with Barry Axius. Boy, you was over there cutting it up on that history, boy. I felt like I was in history class again. <laughs> but this time I'm getting an A. Getting an A. It's good shit. <laughs> we appreciate you for listening. You can follow us on any social media. At Barry Axius um, with the Twitter. 
Barry Axe's Facebook and at Team Boy with uh you know the Instagram and blackblueprints.com. What is it? All my stuff is the same. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Periscope, all that stuff is at Jay Morris CEO. And uh, we'll uh, I'll let you next time. Yes, sir. <laughs>